Have you ever wanted to be the first to know if aliens really exist? Well, with Nebula, you can be! Nebula is the streaming service that's home to its Probably Not Aliens, as well as our YouTube channels. And the best part? All of our content goes up early on Nebula. So when we break first contact with E.T., you'll be the first to find out. That's right, you'll be able to listen to the next episode of this show before anyone else. Plus, we post bonus content that you won't find any other place. And the best part? By signing up for Nebula at nebula.tv slash probablynotaliens, you're directly supporting the show and both of us. So don't wait any longer. Join Nebula today and be the first to know if this time it really is aliens. Hey folks, Scott here. Just wanted to remind you that this is part two of our series on David Icke, the guy who popularized the idea of lizard people existing throughout the world and taking over governments. And again, that conspiracy theory unfortunately comes with a lot of anti-Semitic rhetoric. So if that's not something that you want to uh, listen to right now, no worries. We got a whole bunch of other episodes you can check out of this podcast, and we will be back next week as well with hopefully a sillier topic. But for now, for today, we're going to go ahead and finish up the series on this weird, bad man. So I was in grad school at one point, believe it or not. I do believe that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would explain all of these framed diplomas in my office that I keep. I, I've never. This is how you show how vain I am. I have like two, three. I have like, yeah, three degrees or three and like, like two of them advanced degrees. Um, and like, you know, like one of them I got because my parents made me mm -hmm. and it is currently on the floor. I never bothered hanging it up. <laughs> Um, the other one I just left at the school. I never picked it up and it has been there so long that they've probably thrown it out and I would have to pay money to go get a new one. Now, three degrees Canadian is how much Fahrenheit? Ha! See what I did there? That was a good old classic Scott knee slapper. I feel like you were telling a story though. <laughs> we yeah. got distracted. Um, so when I was in my American Studies Masters, I went to the um, American Studies lecture series and they had this guy come in who did um, who studied basically American cultures and American conspiracy theories. And um, one of the things like I had this question because they were talking about the kind of conspiracy culture in America and all of its like interesting ties to American culture and politics and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, this is just, you know, sign the podcast was coming. I was like, is there like different flavors? Like, like, do those have different impacts and like a like a show up in culture in different ways? Uh -huh, and he was uh -huh. like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, there's people who believe the moon landing was a hoax. And then there's people who believe the moon is a hoax. Uh-huh, uh -huh. uh He kind of floundered a little bit on that, but um, but it was still a really good talk. And I just always remembered, like, <laughs> like uh, you like uh, what's it called? The moon landing was a hoax. And I'd be like, brah, you believe in the moon? Exactly. <laughs> people will always take a conspiracy a little bit further. Unlike us, and unlike certainly unlike the person we're going to continue to talk about today, I imagine. Yes. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome to It's Probably Not Aliens. What's going on? We're podcasts. That I've heard rumors about that. Yeah. Uh, my name is Tristan Johnson, and I read, I, I gaze into the abyss, and sometimes the abyss gazes back, and then I come back with the forbidden knowledge to give to all of you on the internet. Uh, yeah. I've, I've decided to make that choice uh, for my career. <laughs> for you. It's all for you, listener. Dear listener. Uh, my name is Scott Nicewander. I know nothing. I I come into each episode fresh-faced like a newborn babe, uh, just ready to soak up knowledge that Tristan uh, says out of his mouth and into my ears and into all of your ears as well. And today we're continuing part two. This is, I mean, the last part, I imagine. The second part. Yeah. Uh, Every good movie franchise. Every every good movie franchise should end it the second movie uh, and not not go to the third one, as we all know. And that's what we're gonna do this is the second and final part of our series on beloved british athlete former british athlete turned uh conspiracy theorist and horrible 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 person david ike fun i do think that like as now we're 30 episodes in like as i keep putting the knowledge into your earballs i think your head's getting a little bit bigger every it's getting normal sized right yeah i'm glad you said that thank you no one's talking about that no one's talking about how normal my head size is right now Give it a few more years and you'll be like my son, who um, one of the most fun things about babies is <laughs> your that like newborn son. I will finally have a head as big <laughs> as a baby. I was saying proportional because like, you know how okay. you, can, you can put your arms up over your head and there's like a big gap. Yeah, he cannot do that. He, can't he puts do his that. head up and it just like it's a completely enco- enco- encompassed by his head. Yes, I can do that. And my my arms wrap around my head space multiple times over, uh, as you can see, as you can see on this audio, podcast. as you can see on this audio version of uh, no, yeah um, all right we're doing great, we're doing great. Um, yeah so last episode we gave you the sort of brief story of mr david ike the uh footballer turned sports journalist turned politician turned conspiracy theorist turned uh content creator slash anti-semite so we talked about this person who's had a prolific career writing books, sort of uh, being a keystone of the conspiracy theory crowd, especially those in like the New Age and UFO circles. And anybody who knows about uh, conspiracy theories, the reptilians and all that kind of stuff knows that David Icke is a huge part of it. So Big name. today, yeah, we, we left off last time on a bit of a cliffhanger because we've talked a little bit about what he about what he believes, but. But I think we're about to dive right into it with with all of his very good beliefs. Yeah, we're today we're going to delve into the world according to David Icke. So to kind of like put together in like a summary of what David Icke believes, it's essentially a lot of new age stuff, uh, a lot of stuff about like, um, you know, consciousness in the universe. But that's combined with conspiracy theories that claim that many public figures are reptilian humanoids that are also pedophiles. Yeah. So um, this is a this is a pretty common and I, I don't I don't know if we even stressed that too much in the previous episode, but like the the stuff that this guy believes and like sent out there into the world is pretty common and very um not great conspiracy theories about stuff like lizard folks and about like uh, you know, people controlling controlling the world and and all this stuff. And I feel like everyone's probably heard about r- reptilians controlling the planet or whatever in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have 
And I don't even know the full story behind it, but I'm learning about it. And the fact that it sort of tracks back to this one guy uh, for the most part. Yeah. And you're going to see like there's a lot of stuff that you can tap into because the whole idea of like public figures uh, secretly ruining the world being uh, he also kind of mentions that they're a little bit satanic and being pedophiles. You can already see like the sort of uh, basis of QAnon kind of coming out in there. Um, You can also, yeah, as we'll get into, uh, and this is the thing that we kind of will bring up when it comes to like anti-Semitism in modern day, is that whole lot of these lizards happen to be Jews. Mm. And that uh, despite, you know, the fact that David Icke very much insists that no, he literally means reptiles as in from outer space. It does the we we where he kind of rides this weird line of does he believe in the the lizard people or is this him trying to gloss over Jews? Yeah. Uh, and furthermore, this also shows the sort of uncomfortable relationship between sort of new age spiritual stuff and the far right and like uh and like you know like anti-Semitic neo-fascist stuff, which um people had trouble seeing the connection with until QAnon. I think QAnon, we're not going to talk about QAnon in this um, this episode, uh, but you can see that like, why did so many pastel colored influence uh, influencers on Instagram become QAnon people? And you can, this is sort of the place where these kinds of connections exist in a sort of esoteric era. Yeah. So a lot, a lot to dive into. Yes. Uh, Let's, let's, let's crack it open. Let's crack open this, this book on the lovable scoundrel uh, David Icke. Right. I hope everyone knows that I do not mean that seriously. He is, he's got less of like lovable rogue energy that like young Eric Von Daniken, who despite all of his like wackiness was like yeah. very much, a, he was very much like a hustler. Yeah. Anyways, uh, David Icke uh, has some foundational beliefs about how the universe works that are pretty important for understanding everything, which is that the universe is basically made up of vibrational energy and that we are surrounded by an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space. Like uh, sort of the example that he gives is sort of like radio frequencies or television stations uh, and Mm. that some people are able to tune their consciousness to other wavelengths. So that's like at its core. So other dimensions exist. This is like, is this what Dr. Strange was about? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's more like, um, it's more like the flash. The flash is all about vibrational energy and being able to like go to different dimensions. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, everything, every dimension just vibrates in a different frequency. That's, it's very, very the flash. He also doesn't believe in time. Um, okay. Basically believing that it's an illusion and that really we all just live in the infinite now okay. uh, and that humans are just an aspect of like sort of an infinite consciousness. Uh, this is sort of that thing that comes from, if you remember from last week's episode, uh, the whole theosophy stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of like pantheism idea. Yeah. So that's, so those, that's, that's, you know, so far we're just in sort of some tame, like yeah, new age stuff. Like, this is stuff my mom would have said to me in the nineties. Exactly. It's a little weird. It's a little wonky, but at least with that, it doesn't feel like it's harming anybody. Like the most that I feel like you could take away from it is like, yeah, time's not real. We live in the now. So like, enjoy the now. And it's like, okay, sure. Why not? But David Icke also believes that the earth uh, and that our collective consciousness Uh is being manipulated uh, from the moon, which is a interdimensional portal and a spaceship that is controlled by reptilian aliens. It's a portal and a spaceship. Yep. Wow. Double duty. Well done, reptilian aliens. So the human body. So the left hemisphere of the human brain is apparently a computer uh, that 
processes our sense of reality. And our sense of reality is broadcast to us from what he calls the moon matrix. Um, And that is sort of how the reptiles shape our perception of the world. Why, why, why just one half of the brain? Why don't they do it for the whole brain? Good question. Next thing. Um, (laughs) So according to David Icke, the people who are manipulating us are called the Archons, which is an interdimensional race of reptilian humanoids and that they have basically hijacked the earth and are trying to stop us from reaching our true potential. Um, That these are uh, the Anunnaki, which are Mm. deities from Babylonian creation myths. So if you guys uh, watched our previous episode on the Anunnaki, this is when I referred to David Icke and I wanted to circle back to him. So now we've we've fully circled. We done circled. We've fully circled. We've done circled. And it's why I talked so long about Scooby-Doo in every in, in the last episode and the one about the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, it's all connected, baby. He also believes that the uh, the Archons or the Reptilians, which you might uh-huh. hear more often now, are also the fallen angels, i.e. the Watchers in the Bible who mated with human women. So that's another uh, in wow. that's another episode. That was our episode with Trey the Explainer, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, about the giants. Mm-hmm. And now believes that in the sort of thousands of years since, that the Archons have created a human reptile hybrid race of shapeshifters that are called the Babylonian Brotherhood, otherwise known as the Illuminati, and that they manipulate events to keep humans always in a state of fear so that they can feed off of our negative energy. Okay, so they they, they literally feed on vibes. They they feed feed on bad vibes. (laughs) They they feed on bad vibes. They need to keep the bad vibes on Earth going. Uh, Honestly, doing a pretty good job these last couple of years. I gotta be real honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You hear fun things like, uh, David Icke believes that the Brotherhood are basically descendants, uh, that these reptilians are from the constellation Draco, but that they also, li- that these uh, that these hybrids also live in caverns in the Earth. Uh-huh. So um, I don't know if he goes full hollow Earth on this, but uh, oh. that at least they live in uh, subterranean dungeons in the Underdark, if you will, in D&D sure, parlance. Sure, sure, sure. Boy, this is hitting on a lot of ancient alien stuff, huh? This is hitting on a lot of... Yeah, turns out that ancient aliens and ancient astronaut theory comes weirdly close to this line of thinking too. And now I see why specifically we're covering uh, this person because it's not just the Anunnaki, right? Mm-hmm. That we've talked about. It's a bunch of stuff, yeah. a bunch of conspiracy theories. According to David Icke, um, the first reptile human breeding programs started about 200 to 300,000 years ago and possibly was responsible for creating Adam as in Adam and Eve. Mm. Uh, and that there was probably a third breeding program that happened about 7,000 years ago. What, and what was that? What did that look like? Good question. Next thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically, the third program created a new type of hybrid that are more Anunnaki than human, and that these are the people that currently rule the world. Uh, basically, they've created a set of powerful reptilian bloodlines that dominate, uh, that are basically upon the upper echelons of the political and uh, financial elite of today. Uh, mm. Among these reptile bloodlines, every president, all of them, all of them are reptiles. Uh, okay. Three British and two Canadian prime ministers, also reptiles, um, several Sumerian kings, as well as Egyptian pharaohs and a bunch of celebrities. Oh, yeah. Um, who's, the be- who's the best one? Who's the most well-known celebrity? Who's a reptile? Do we know? Well, uh, there is one that comes up, which is that uh, the queen. 
Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, blood. Uh, these bloodlines also spill into places that are not political leaders. For example, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds often uh, targets of conspiracy theories for them being a combination of rich and Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the Rockefellers not, but the Rothschilds, yes. I don't think the Rockefellers are Jewish. I can't remember. I don't think so. Uh, plus a lot of aristocratic families from European history mm-hmm. um, and a lot of like powerful families from the eastern United States, like the Bushes, are often considered to be reptiles, obviously because every president right I mean, you it's like when you if you're a president it's pretty much assumed you are a reptile mm-hmm. did you know there's another conspiracy theory going back to the queen did you know there's another conspiracy theory where prince philip was supposed to be was like a vampire i mean did you see those like last pictures of him leaving the hospital at they're pretty convincing yeah so lizard lizard or reptile vampire love we we witnessed it prince philip dies and then two years later uh morbius comes out coincidence coincidence <laughs> um oh man um yeah so so uh every and also the house of windsor comes into this as being reptiles um, you know which includes the queen and the entire royal family they all do except for obviously prince philip who is a vampire mm-hmm. now interesting things is that david ike apparently claims that he has seen this in person that apparently while he was at sky news waiting for an interview in 1989 he met former prime minister ted heath and saw his eyes turn jet black Whoa. Uh, yeah and um if you guys can remember and also he said that the the queen mother was serious reptilian uh queen mother's been dead for quite a while now okay um and that the rothschilds are basically blood drinking satan worshipers which is a big revival of sort of uh something called the blood libel which is this medieval anti-semitic attitude that was put towards jews yeah that they more, basically drink the blood of christian children and all that kind of stuff yeah more 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 anti-semitic stuff who would have thought mm-hmm. yeah um on the sort of jet black eye thing though is that if you ever find yourself in the depths of youtube and i think this was a lot more common back when youtube was like you know less of a mainstream platform but you can probably still find it where they'll take video footage of celebrities uh that has been poorly compressed you know because like old old video and sure. they will show this as proof of like the hologram failing or um or them like shape-shifting or something like that there used to be a youtuber and i don't know if he's still around i don't even know if i should name him because he was probably not mentally well, but um, he was a YouTuber that I followed a lot when I I was never a conspiracy believer, but I definitely paid attention to this circle just because sure. I find them very amusing. But he um, was would do this a lot. He would um, take clips of celebrities from like, you know, uh, two two hundred ten P videos. Uh, and then they have like a weird compression uh, problem. You I mean, you could probably speak more to video compression that you can that old like crappy video compression can lead to uh, yeah. you know your face getting all messed up. It's a meme on tiktok now yeah it's like it's all sorts of different artifacts i mean yeah anything any all all sorts of compression can make anything look like anything basically and sometimes it's not even a big thing it's just like artifacting leading to like not rendering the pupils 100 circular and because they're slightly elongated that means reptiles Um. because you know who has cat's eyes lizards (laughs) 
Never, never a belief that the world is run by secret cat people. Um, and they were trying to throw us off with that movie Cats, where they all shed their their human skin and oh. were allowed. All those celebrities were allowed to finally show who they really are. <laughs> yeah, that's the only live action movie they've ever done. <laughs> Everything else is extreme CGI Including technology. Including the part where Rebel Wilson does the cannibalism or whatever. I've not seen the movie. I missed that book. I haven't either. That was like the last fun discourse we were having before COVID hit. Was like everyone was talking about yeah. uh, cats and the bad Star War. Those are the two <laughs> the two things that was on everyone's mind back then. Uh, man, it feels like it's been a thousand years since then. Oh, yeah. Um, in his book, The Biggest Secret, David Icke talked about the Brotherhood, which, quote, controls the world today with the modern expression of the Babylonian Brotherhood of reptile Aryan priests and royalty. Um, he claims that after um, the flood at Sumer, so after the historical biblical flood that definitely happened. Definitely happened. We know that. Yes. We did an episode on that as well. They they went to the, um, the Caucasus and that the term Aryan uh, basically refers to like the white race and that right. they are also um, that they're associated with the reptiles. And when he gets a cle- accused of being anti-Semitic, he often says that he refers to the reptiles as being Aryans and therefore. Oh, yeah. So he's that's such. Oh, that is such like twisty, wordy way to because you're like basically what he's doing. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Basically, what he's doing is he's pointing to a lot of Jewish people and being like, they're reptiles. And people are like, hey, calling all these Jewish people reptiles is a little bit anti-Semitic. He's like, technically, the the Jewish people are reptiles and the reptiles are Aryan. So eh, is it really is it really anti-Semitic? If you think about it. Yeah, he's like the Nazis were also reptiles. So therefore yeah. I can't be anti-Semitic by saying they're bad. Yeah, is is uh, Yeah, that's so scummy. Yeah. According to David Icke, these aliens do not just come from another planet, but they also come from a different level of like a different one of those dimensions, specifically the fourth dimension, um, which he calls the lower astral dimension, which is the closest one to the physical world. And that from this dimension, they essentially run affairs on Earth. But they are also apparently controlled by fifth dimensional aliens, which he does not go into detail about. Great. Next thing. Yeah. Next thing. Um, This is how he can go on for like 11 hours straight, right? (laughs) Um, Exactly. And that basically he believes that the only way that we can defeat the reptiles is to um, basically practice a chronic influence. Basically, we need to fix our vibes. We need to fill our hearts with love. Um, and this is how we're going to defeat them. We need, if they feed off of, if those reptiles feed off of bad vibes, everyone needs to chill out. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to have a good, a good, good vibes, good waves, good, you know, just have a good day. Mm-hmm. So a lot of David Icke's ideas are not original. Like a lot of his stuff about the reptiles and the breeding program and all that kind of stuff does have some familiarity because we did an episode on them too. Um, David Icke's <laughs> uh, ideas of reptilians come from the work of a uh, Russian guy by the name of Zechariah Sitchin, who wrote a book called The Twelfth Planet in 1976, which was uh, about the reptiles coming to Earth because they needed all of that Earth gold. They needed that sweet, sweet Earth gold. Earth gold is so valuable. As we've stated before, there's so much gold throughout the universe that's probably, throughout the whole, the entirety of space, that's probably easier to get than than coming to Earth and uh, creating and enslaving an entire 
entire population to mine gold, but it's earth gold, the most valuable kind of gold there is. Yeah, I was just thinking about how um, once we actually get asteroid mining on the go, like gold is going to just plummet in value because we're probably going to like double or triple the world supply of gold in like a so short amount of time. Because there's just so much of it in like the asteroid belt and stuff. Anyways, uh, David Icke has actually come around with a solution to that, and that is that they come to Earth because Earth gold is special. It's oh. a special monoatomic gold, which if you uh, ingest it, it increases the capacity of the nervous system 10,000 fold, and that the Anunnaki can um, use it to basically uh, increase the processing of information and uh, use it so that they can travel between dimensions and shapeshift into humans. Cool. So I have a lot of follow-up questions to that, <laughs> uh, if you can imagine. So you just huff gold, you huff gold. Uh, and you can travel between dimensions. So, okay, so if if you ingest it, right, then you can increase the capacity of the nervous system 10,000 fold. What does that what mean? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Increase the capacity of the nervous system. My guess is that some sort of like limitless type situation. Yeah, I mean, if all I had to do was eat gold, then I would do, I would go on all of those YouTube videos where people do like f- cheap pizza versus fancy pizza and the fancy pizza has gold leaf on it like yeah. imagine the capacity of their nervous systems i didn't even think of that yeah that they're getting it sounds like it sounds like like the freaking weird berry juice that um that the the mentats drink in the dune novels yeah i don't know it's, if you know much about dune but uh in the dune books they've banned computers uh and replaced a lot of the work of computers with either slave labor or drugs and so one of the things mm-hmm. they do is that they have uh advisors called mentats who are basically people who work as like human computers and they do serious amounts of drugs that make them able to um, like do like quick calculations in like a very short amount of time. Oh, dang. And it's all because of the gold that they're eating. Yeah. That just increases eating all that the capacity gold. of their nervous system. Yeah. yeah. Um, so some people have tried to say that it's not, this is an anti-Semitism. It's just him using aliens more as an allegory to represent um, the alienation under global capitalism. Okay. Uh, but also many more people have pointed out that it's probably Jews. Uh, David Icke officially denies both of those and claims that he is not being allegorical, that he believes that it is no, it is actual reptiles from space, yeah. people. It's I literal. Li- I like the people who are like, he, what he, when he says ancient aliens, he actually means the alienation under capitalism. He's like, nope, I mean the reptiles from space. And he, they're uh-huh. like, god damn it. <laughs> it's like what people, and uh, not to get political on this podcast, but it's like what people used to say about Donald Trump, right? Like, don't take him, like, where it was like, don't take him literally just try to un- try to understand the meaning of the sentiment of what he's saying. Meanwhile, Donald Trump was like, no, I want to do all this stuff literally. Like all of this, we're literally going to build the wall and do, do, do this stuff. And it's like, okay, all right. All right. Yeah. Donald Trump being not president anymore and not being on Twitter has genuinely made the world a better place. Yeah. I will say this, but Uh-oh. his Twitter presence in some ways was genuinely funny. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this incident recently where he um, used like the official presidential seal and like the pre- like his like official mailing list mm-hmm. to send out uh, an email about him getting a hole in one in golf. Oh my god! And then I oh, but, I, but I read it. He's I, so I, lonely. But I read this and um, like it brought because like he like disappeared and then like we just never heard him ever again. Yeah. And we went from hearing his voice like every goddamn day Constantly. to like 
like, never it. But then when I read this, I'm like, I'm like, this wasn't a page. This was most definitely him. I gotta, I gotta read this to you. It is, it is wild. Okay. All right. Brief intermission as we <laughs> do our one and only Donald Trump uh, uh, side quest. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just want, to, I just want to get this out because I, I know this is like peak ADHD bullshit. But um, no, let's do it. Okay. Here we go. It is a picture. Official presidential seal says the office of Donald J. Trump. Forty. It says statement by Donald J. Trump, forty fifth president of the United States of America. A thing that cannot be undone. Mm-hmm. Let me hear these words and just, just imagine the voice in your head and like it all it all just comes flooding back Mm. yeah take me there Many people are asking, so I'll give it to you now. It is 100% true. While playing with the legendary go- golfer Ernie Els, winner of four majors and approximately 72 other tournaments throughout the world, Gene Sowers, winner of the Senior U.S. Open, Ken Duke and Mike Goods, both excellent tour players, I made a hole-in-one. It took place at the Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach, Florida, on the seventh hole, which was playing 181 yards into a slight wind. I hit a five iron, which sailed magnificently into a rather strong wind, <laughs> with approximately five feet of cut whereupon it bounced twice and then went clank <laughs> clank as italicized into the hole uh-huh. these great tour players noticed it before i did because their eyes are slightly better but on that one hole only their swings weren't anyway there's a lot of chatter about it quite exciting and uh, people everywhere seem uh-huh. to be asking for the facts playing with that oh, group sure of wonderful are? talented people was a lot of fun the match was ernie and me brackets uh-huh. uh with no strokes against gene mike and Ken, I won't tell you who won because I'm a very modest individual. You <laughs> sure, say sure, I was but. bragging and I don't like people who brag exclamation mark. I don't like people who brag, but here's an entire email about me hitting a hole in one. <laughs> But oh my god! You can, just, you can feel his his aura in that he's in the words. So lonely. <laughs> he's, he's so, so bored. Sad. Oh my god. Yeah, I just oh thought. Boy. I just. I just. I know it's a bit of a side quest, but I just remember. I every time I think of Donald Trump, I just think of like this. The fact that he used the official presidential like statement from Donald J. Trump, forty fifth yeah. president of the United States. <laughs> Many people are asking, <laughs> and no like, one I'm was. like, I can, I can, I can, like, I can imagine his like, because like that's his, that's his like exact way that he says yeah. words i just yeah. forgot that like he just like phrased sentences in weird ways that like broke everyone's brains and like nothing like like he just said things that made no sense and we just had to see it constantly and it's like yeah. i forgot what it's like to live in a world where people well, i guess not with this current president uh people who can complete sentences and say words <laughs> that make sense but uh-huh, uh-huh. um but uh, but enough about uh that that uh, concludes and i'm very sorry that's if the most political there that. you go that is the only that is the one and only time we yeah. will we will reference Donald Trump on this podcast. Yeah. I do not have any verified facts on this, um, but uh, I will tell you one person who was a supporter of Donald Trump and a lot of people who believe that Donald Trump might be the first uh, mammal president. Really? <laughs> well, um, his, uh, I've seen other people who believe in the uh, like reptilian conspiracies who have made statements that like Donald Trump's plan is to become Donald president in order to oust all the uh, reptiles. All the other reptiles. Yeah. Um, okay. So what do these reptiles want yeah. Exactly. That's that's my biggest question. Tristan. Aside from feeding off of our um, of our vibes. Aside from feeding off of our vibes, this is my biggest question. Mm-hmm. What are these? What do these reptiles want? What do they want? Mm-hmm. 
so what they want to do is create something that they call the great work of ages. They want the entire population to be microchipped. They want the world to have a global a global world government that's run by uh, an Orwellian fascist state in which there would be no truth in the media and freedom of speech would be uh, banned. Oh, okay. So this they got a lot. They're doing a lot. Yeah, a lot of stuff ben. that comes. A lot of the New World Order stuff. A lot of comes out of the um, New World Order is another um, thing that uh, the white power movement rebranded uh, what they called Zog uh, before, which stood for Zionist occupational government, i.e. the Jews. Mm. Um, then when they wanted to have more mainstream appeal, they rebranded it to the New World Order. And now uh, and that became pretty mainstream among the militia movement, as we talked about last week, too. Yeah. Um, so you can see that all of these are very incestuous with each other and all sort of feed feed off of each other in the worst game of improv ever. Um, yeah. So they want to use human anxiety as energy. Uh, and so what they and they to do this, they keep us in, quote, five cents reality to feed off of our fear and hate. Well, um, I got bad news for them, baby. I started seeing a psychiatrist a couple months ago. So anxiety oh, be gone. Uh, it reminds me, I'm, I'm reading the um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series, and I forgot that the main conflict of the series is that they have secretly found the at least the the answer to what the meaning of life is. Yes. And that they're being hunted down by psychiatrists who don't want the world to know the answer to the meaning of life because then they'd be out of work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just great. Good times. Good um, stuff. Okay. So this is, so the thing is that the aliens in order to keep our vibes in a bad place, yeah. keep the, the wars and the genocides and, uh, animal slaughter, sexual perversions. I can imagine what he means by that. Mm. Um, just constantly going so that we're full of negative energy. And also, uh, to kind of vibe it up. They also do black magic. They practice human sacrifice. Um, I love the line here, black magic, black magic rituals and sacrifice, which takes place on a scale that will stagger those who have not studied the subject. Uh, so this is where, this is where things are getting really kind of QAnon-y. Yeah. Apparently they do human sacrifice to the gods. Constantly. Or, or sorry, yeah. uh, human sacrifice to the gods in the ancient world was for the reptilians, especially the sacrifice of children, because at the moment of death by sacrifice, a form of adrenaline surges through the body, accumulating in the base of the brain and is a apparently more potent in children. Um, I don't know if you know what uh, QAnon originally was about, but that basically was their belief of what the, like what everyone they didn't like was doing to children. Yeah. There was a whole thing about adrenochrome and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I never, I never really got too deep into, to, to learning much about QAnon because it just, it felt like it was a bad, a bad place to be. I'm not the kind of person I know that you are and a lot of other people. I do a lot of psychic damage to my, <laughs> I can't I I cannot do that all yeah. this all this sort of cringy stuff all these uh bad conspiracy theories like it it makes me just incredibly uncomfortable to stare into that abyss which is why I have you do it for me yeah well, I'm sorry to drag you through this, but um, this is sort of the thing at the core of what David Icke believes. He believes that these human sacrifices for this adrenaline is happening to this day. Um, and, and here's a list of organizations that apparently the um, the uh, the Anunnaki are behind. Yeah, hit me with um, the UN, obviously. The IMF, okay. Uh, Roundtable, which I think is like a British thing. Sure. Uh, the Council of Foreign Relations, uh, Chatham House, the Club of Rome, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, sure. the Trilateral Commission, and the Bilderberg Group as well 
as just the media. The media in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the military, uh-huh. the, uh, the CIA. All of them. MI6, yeah. uh, Mossad, which is sort of like the CIA in Israel. Um, science. As a concept. Just like science. <laughs> as a concept. Science yeah. as a concept. Is behind, um, is religion. It. Yeah. Also. It, uh, say, say, hold on. Says the son of God. <laughs> yeah. Um, the internet. Just the internet. They just control the internet. Uh-huh. And um, uh, and also the London School of Economics. So, so you can already see that like, um, like, so what, like kind of yeah. getting into, I, I move away from the QAnon stuff, but like, you can see where all this stuff comes in, but basically they just control every single thing that has any, any, yeah. anything that has any influence whatsoever. Absolutely wild that David Icke claimed son of God, uh, <laughs> is like religion is, but they're, they're controlling all the religion as well. Yeah. And the way that they keep our vibes negative is by doing something called a uh, problem reaction solution. It's a common thing that David Icke says. Um, okay. A little PRS. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the idea behind it is that they create a problem that then the solution to will be like, they'll create a problem that will create a reaction against the problem that then they will introduce a solution that gets them closer to the world they want. Oh. So, you know, you do, you do a fake nine 11 so that people want war and then you introduce war uh to 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 and make it more palatable that's how that's how they do it ah if i tell you that they're putting chemicals in your water and then i sell you a water filter and then that makes me rich and Precisely. that's the world that's the world that i want to live in mm-hmm. yeah we come up we we they, they're creating the, the theory anyway they're creating problems to offer solutions that will create the world that they want so they make it so to do this they create a bunch of false flag operations which is a term for when they fake a disaster in order to or uh, falsify like an attack or a terrorist attack in order to uh, push forward these policies they want. I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, I bet the list of bad events, the, the list of false flags that they claim is probably not something that's going to be in poor taste. Am I am I right? Is it it's they're not they're definitely not going to create a list of actual uh, <laughs> tragedies and things and, and claim it was all uh, some sort of agenda, right? So here's a list of tragedies that okay. <laughs> are false flags. Um, so let's start with with the hits. Uh, Oklahoma City. Love it. Obviously. Uh, Columbine, which sure. was the, the school shooting that happened in Colorado in 1998. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9-11. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Because mm-hmm. of Alice in Wonderland or whatever his book was about. Yep. Uh, 7 which was the uh which was the July 7th 2005 bombing in London. Okay, yeah. There was a group of suicide bombings that happened. Uh, uh I, I I don't know if you remember that or not. I but, do remember that, yeah. Um global warming. Okay. Lizards doing that. Uh chemtrails, which is this sort of conspiracy belief that um all right, when airplanes fly in the sky, they create things that are called contrails behind them, which is sort of like uh clouds of condensation. Mm-hmm. Uh there is a pretty well proliferated conspiracy theory that these are basically like them dropping bad stuff off. Like they're basically just poisoning the population by dropping off these chemtrails. So they mm-hmm. call them instead of contrails, they'll call them chemtrails. Um, oh. Water fluoridation. Oh, see, I uh, nailed it. I nailed it. Got to sell you. Got to get their stuff in your water. Let me sell you something. So yeah. You, yeah. They, uh, if you guys, if you really want to delve deep on that, uh, the conspiracy theorists believe that fluoride is a chemical that's supposed to make you uh, stupid and compliant. Well, I disagree because I was told to say that. <laughs> yep. Um, the death, the death of Princess Diana. Oh boy. Oh, but, 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 which, oh, I guess she wouldn't have been a reptile, right? 
right? Because she married into the family. That's true. And besides, mm. I'm like, oh, well, Reptile didn't do it. The Queen did. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory that, no, I'm not oh, going to say I believe that. Um, uh, ju- the, the, the JFK assassination, because you can't have a conspiracy theory without that one. But 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 all the presidents are reptiles. Which I know. J- why would they want to kill their own boy? Maybe it was the rogue lizard. I don't know. Rogue lizard was going to expose everything. I kind of want to learn. I kind of want to learn the detail on that. But yeah. it would be interesting if um, if David Icke believed that, like, he believed in every conspiracy theory, but was like, oh, yeah, it was Lee Harvey Oswald. What are you nuts? That wasn't anything special. That was just some dude. And the last one is that he believes that Agenda 21, which is sort of like a UN sustainable development initiative, is basically uh, is basically the legal lizards, too. Um, and then we get to some more recent hits, which is that um, he has recently been uh, like he's not on the Internet very much anymore because he's been taken off a lot well, of his platforms. He's been. And also, he does say specifically that the Internet was created yeah. by these reptile people. Uh, and and yeah, so it makes sense. He wouldn't yeah. want to be on it. But for a long time, he had quite a large presence on the Internet. You know, he had Facebook groups and stuff and he had like uh, YouTube channels and stuff like that. But he did get uh, deep platformed a lot in the last couple years because um, the Center for Countering Digital Hate has basically pointed out that he is he became in 2020 one of the biggest producers of misinformation about COVID-19 as well as a professional anti-Semite. Um, so mm. starting early in April of 2020, David Icke uh, on a YouTube video uh, said that there was a link between the COVID-19 pandemic and the 5G mobile <laughs> phone networks. Was he the one who did that? He was he the was, one who... I, I don't know if he did. He he jumps on a lot of conspiracies that have yeah. are, that are already going and ties them into his. Okay. So he he got on the uh, the five G causes COVID thing. Sure. Um, YouTube uh, actually removed his video, and in response, that's when they started tightening their uh, rules to prevent the spreading of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, he also believed that COVID was Israel using uh, the crisis to test its technology, uh, and that David um, Ike believed that. I can't imagine. Yeah. And also he has said that he believes that um, that vaccinations uh, that that mandatory vaccinations were basically fascism. And okay. uh, the most recent thing I could see him having attended in later days was that he was at an anti-lockdown protest in London in recent mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can just so see he's, just, he's sticking his hands in, in a lot of different pies. He's he's yeah. every any conspiracy theory he can latch on to. He's like, and also this proves my thing. Mm-hmm. So to kind of to kind of put it back together, especially to talk about the anti-Semitism thing, because that is a theme that has run through his career over and over again. And yeah. it's not unique to David Icke in a book by Christopher Roth called Ufology is Anthropology, uh, Race, Extraterrestrials and the Occult. There's actually a pretty strong strain of anti-Semitic conspiracies that are in the sort of UFO circles. Mm-hmm. David Icke and uh, Milton Cooper both come into that. And both of them are famous in both far right-wing conspiracy circles as well as UFO subcultures. Mm. Jonathan Greenblatt, who's the chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League, has pointed out that David, there's really no way to read David Icke's work that's not anti-Semitic. Uh, despite that, David Icke denies it. Uh, when he was questioned about the Protocols of the Elders of Zion making up presence in his book, he said that that is an evidence of not a Jewish plot, but a reptilian one. Okay. He has stated to Vox that, quote, my philosophy and view of life is that we are all points of attention within the same state of infinite awareness and the labels are given and give ourselves are merely temporary experiences and not who we are. Thus, to me, all racism is hideous and completely missing the point of who we are and what we are. 
But then he's also said the families in positions of great financial power obsessively interbreed with each other. But I'm not talking about one earth race, Jewish or non-Jewish. I'm talking about a genetic network that operates through all races. This bloodline being a fusion of human and reptilian genes. Let me make myself clear. This is not in any way relate to the earth race. So he's he's trying so, so hard mm-hmm. to be like, I'm not racist. I'm not anti-Semitic. Yes. I just don't like reptiles. Yeah. But then when he goes through a list of people who he considers to be these like Rothschild Zionists, they all happen to be Jews. Weird. Um, and many of these are Jews who do not claim to be Zionists, which is sort of like a uh, very complex term, but it essentially rolls down to people who believe in uh, sort of a Jewish nationalism and basically that uh, basically like believing in Israel as a project. Super coincidental that they all happen to be Jewish people. So weird. <laughs> well, not all of them, but not all they're them. definitely disproportionately Jewish. There's a lot of them. Um, he also has endorsed and recommended a whole lot of publications that are associated with anti-Semitic stuff in the far right, including Spotlight, which I do know is like, I think it's like a Klan newspaper, and On Target, which is the magazine of the white supremacist group called the British League of Rights. And he's also been associated with the with um, periodicals like Nexus and Rainbow Arc, which are both known to be sort of new age anti-Semitic magazines hmm. and are associated with a group called National Front, which I don't even think I need to say is a neo-Nazi group. Yeah. And he has also um, his speaking events have been promoted by groups like Combat 18, which was uh, a neo-Nazi group. And they pr- they even promoted his talk in a uh, journal that they call Putsch, which is a reference to the Beer Hall Putsch, which was an attempted coup by the Nazis in Germany. It just sounds like he's making a lot of friends that are not great folks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also said that the official explanation for 9-11 is a cover-up and that it was made to cover up the, quote, massive and central involvement in 9-11 by the Israeli government, Israeli military, and Israeli intelligence operatives, which, like, no. No, that's not true. It was Alex Listen Wonderland as he previous. I still don't know what that reference means. My guess is that he's probably metaphorically going down the rabbit hole. I guess so. um, Which is bad because that's actually the sequel to Alice in Wonderland, but okay. No, Um, that's through the looking glass. Oh, it's through the looking glass. Right, you're right. Yeah. Um, He also, one time when he came to Canada in 2000, was arrested by immigration officials where he was going for a speaking tour because um, Canada has laws against hate speech. Okay. Um, Indigo Books, which is sort of like the Barnes noble of canada uh has uh removed his books from the shelves and um he had to cancel his tour because of our hate speech laws he's also had uh events canceled in berlin because berlin has similar laws against uh against anti-semitism for obvious reasons sure makes sense he was also going to speak for uh sort like um he was going to do an event at um uh, old trafford manchester united's old trafford that had to be canceled because of quote-unquote ike's objectionable views (laughs) Um, That's a nice way to put it, huh? He tried to come back to Canada in uh, 2017 for a talk in Vancouver, and he was able to give the talk. But um, Canadian Jewish News pointed out that he's a controversial conspiracy theorist, anti-Semite, and Holocaust denier, which they say only because he is. Yeah, a only denier. because it's only because it's accurate. Uh, and also in 2019, uh, the Australian government canceled his visa when he was coming on a speaking tour for the similar reasons. Sounds like this guy got canceled pretty quick. Yeah, um, his work's been dis- his politics 
politics have been described as, quote, a mishmash of most of the dominant themes of contemporary neo-fascism mixed with a spattering of topics called from the U.S. militia movement, which like, whew, not mincing any words on that one, because um, he has some other beliefs like that the U.S. government did uh, Oklahoma City, which is uh, pretty common in the militia movement. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he also believes that uh, he also uh, is against gun control and believes that many mass shootings are just uh, false flag operations to raise public opposition to guns. So you can imagine that he's on that. Uh, Sandy Hook conspiracy train as well. Oh, of course. Of co- Why wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. And um, it, this has had an actual impact. Um, people have gone to public figures and flat out asked them to their face if they're lizards. Um, <laughs> for example, somebody filed an Information Act request in New Zealand to ask if John Key, the prime minister, was a lizard. Um, somebody at a Q&A in 2016 asked uh, C- Mar- Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg if he was a lizard. That's pretty funny. Um, which, though. like, honestly, um, that you know what? Sure. If there was one lizard on Earth. Um, it would, I could see one. I could see exactly one person being a lizard on Earth, and it would be Mark Zuckerberg. But he's actually just six iguanas in a trench coat. <laughs> It's true. Um, But both men apparently have publicly stated that they are indeed not lizards. Well, that's good. But that's exactly, Tristan, that's exactly what a lizard would say to throw Mm -hmm. you off its, off its trail, off its tail even. Yeah. Now, there's not a lot of studies to show about how widespread his beliefs have been, but enough to say that uh, there's one 2013 study I could find that said that, uh, at least in the U.S., about 4% of people believe that lizard people control our societies, uh, which is almost 1 in 20. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good, that's way more than I thought. To be real, to be even though that sounds small, four percent like that's a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it has spread to a lot of people in conspiracy circles, and most notably, and sort of where this gets personal, uh, one of my high school friends. I, I had a friend in high school who was always into sort of weird esoteric stuff. He went down a few rabbit holes. He got into a MLM mm. before MLMs were even cool. But then he started getting into Ayn Rand and and that kind of stuff. Uh, But then at a certain point, he started getting into the reptilian conspiracy and uh, he got pretty deep. He was starting to actually have like serious like anxiety about it. And he was starting to actively like take mental harm from his belief that the lizard people uh, were doing this. But I I will report that he did get out of it and now he's a lawyer. (laughs) So I guess it worked out all right for him. But, um, but I just remember that like, this is, you know, conspiracy. We talk, we talk a lot about conspiracy theories and um, I do mention that like, especially in some of the more charged ones like this one, this comes up a lot with QAnon that there's a real human cost to them. Not only does it spread hate towards groups in this case, um, you know, anti Semitic hate, um, but also it rips apart families. Yeah. It causes like relationships to fall apart. And um, a lot of conspiracy theory works can very easily um, be taken up by people with certain mental illnesses and yeah. can um, can cause a lot of, of problems in their lives. And so I just thought that, you know, wh- when we're kind of like wrapping up the book on like, what's the what's the deal with David Icke? I used to mention that, like, this stuff is is kooky. 
but it's not also it's also not without harm. And it it almost and I, I'm trying not to make to make a, a light of it here. But I do just have to say, like, if the if the goal, if like the whole thing behind this theory is that the lizards are feeding off of our anxiety, then it seems like pointing out that there are lizards feeding off our anxiety would cause a lot of anxiety in a lot of people. And so you'd think a way to combat these lizards who are feeding off bad vibes is to just say nothing. Um, but I know that's going to make me sound like I'm a lizard person now. If David Icke wanted to really improve the vibes of our earth, he would just make YouTube videos of like cats and rabbits becoming friends. That'd be good. Like, or just like videos of puppies trying to run around a corner, but sliding into it and falling down or, or things like that. Yeah. I mean, another, um, another solution would be to make access to like mental health care, uh, easier, make that a little bit more accessible to people. Uh, you know, wealth inequality uh, that stresses people out a lot. You know, just all of these things that we could do to better the world in more tangible ways to to have a good good vibes all around. Mm-hmm. But I but I feel like he's not promoting those sorts of things, is he? It doesn't sound doesn't, like doesn't it. Seem to be no. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 David Icke, a person that I have had a grudge against for uh, probably close to two decades at this point. I understand why now this this was a lot. I I, I knew next to nothing about this person and, and learning learning about them and learning about their history and, and what a complete 180 they've they've had in their life. To, to turn into the person they are now. Is is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Still I mean, alive? he was still doing like anti-lockdown stuff uh, yeah, fairly true. recently. So he's in his 70s, I think. But yeah, he's okay. still kicking. All right. Um. Well, you know, even though we didn't like go through and like point by point debunk every every single conspiracy theory, we've done a couple of them on this show. Yeah. And... I hope that these couple episodes could uh, enlighten people who might not know, who might be like me, who might not know who this person is, but has seen the effects that their life has had on uh, on conspiracy theory internet. And uh, it's not good. I don't like it. And I wish that he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. When we were going to do a fun show about ancient aliens, I probably should have like mentioned beforehand that I had like a pretty long history of like studying and being mad at the at conspiracy theory yeah. culture in general. And I probably was going to delve into it at some point. But I, I know that this was good. This was fun. And I hope everyone liked I hope everyone liked listening to it. And I know I promise we'll be back to our regular types of episodes next week, I think. Yeah, I'm, I imagine. Uh, I've got a few fun ones we could do. We could go back to Mexico. I think we might. I think I might do another oh, Maya one. We let's could. do it. Thanks so much for listening. I know that this got heavy in a couple different areas, uh, but we tried to keep it light and I hope you really enjoyed it. And this is our show. This is the show that we do. It's called It's Probably Not Aliens. And uh, if you like it and you want to give us some feedback, go to twitter.com uh, where we have an account there called at uh, probs not aliens where you can find us and tell us things and send us some nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
And uh, Tristan, where can people find you? You also have some some internet things. Uh, yeah, I have a YouTube channel called Step Back where I talk about uh, the past and why like understanding the past is important for the the work to understand the world that we're in today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I'd say it's a lot of fun, but it's basically like, you know, it's more of this. <laughs> yeah, it's more of this. And it is. I mean, it's it's it is fun. It is interesting and it's important and I like it. So go check that out. We have links in the description. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel called NerdSync, N-E-R-D-S-Y-N-C. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good, some are saying it's the best YouTube channel around, uh, yeah. but it's more, it's more fun. It's more fun and goofy. And uh, I just make stuff about nerdy. I make video essays about nerdy things, whatever I'm interested in. So go check it out. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's been writing in some great reviews and just sharing this podcast around. And if you want to share this podcast, you can do so at probsnotaliens.com. And we have links to everything uh, where you might be able to listen to it. So send that link, write that link down on a piece of paper and just throw it at the first person you find. And that's mm-hmm. how we will uh, grow this podcast. And that person will be David Ike. <laughs> and then throw <laughs> pieces of paper at David Ike. Can we endorse that? Is that a thing we could get no, in trouble I, for? No, I feel like we should not do we that. Don't Le- throw legally, anything at don't anybody. do that. <laughs> legally, don't throw anything at anybody. Yeah. But yeah, the show has been doing really great. You guys have had such positive and amazing feedback. And it's been really uh, innervating, not just to be able to do something real. It's really fun to collaborate with Scott on a project, but also yeah. to just see that so many of you are having fun listening to this show and that all of these weird things that I've had obsessions with throughout my life are actually like stuff like it's it's cool to find out that something that you think is cool other people think is cool too absolutely we love doing this show we love that you like listening to it yep and we'll be back next week for some fun ancient alien uh theory debunking back to our roots let's do it yeah but until next time my friends the truth is out there probably Beefy episodes, yeah.